And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's wild and wonderful. What's going to happen? We have no idea. Let's sit back and enjoy the ride. Can I get a Wowser Bowser Wednesday? Because God is in charge of this crazy bus called The Christian Journey. First, so every once in a while, I bring a back to the basics message to help each one of us, especially me, to keep on the following the leading of the Lord trail. For reference sake, all my material is at least 2,000 years old, and some of it is older than that. We dive into the realm of power. The key to understanding God is that he does not care about power to the people or entitlements or cultural appropriations. He rules. All mankind drools. Leave it there. Next, I am very confident that we have a limited understanding of the power of the pharaohs or the powerful kings of the past. I'm even more confident than when Daniel interpreted the dream regarding the statue. He made it clear who was the reigning human power only regarding other human dynasties. If the Roman Empire were the feet with toes that were mixed with iron and clay— that the head honcho of the human dynasties was that dude at the top of the statue in gold. And finally, we will examine that gold head of the statue, the runaway prophet, the first two kings of Israel. Then we'll bring a conclusion to the matter. And you know what? Here is the conclusion to the matter. God rules in the affairs of men. Can I say that again? I'm so tired of people not getting this. It's just like, okay, God rules in the affairs of men. The people who live in America are blessed indeed. Phenomenal, phenomenal country. But God has not taken his hands off the earth, especially since he redeemed it through the blood of Jesus. By the way, to redeem something is to buy it back. And no process in America happens before God that goes unnoticed by God. Nothing. So there is a right way to respond to everything around us. It's called the Jesus way. So here's something I want you to be aware of. Be aware that as we go into this text, it's not new. It's not new stuff. It's not, oh, it's new. It's new material from Dave. No, it's not. It's not new because it ain't new. Get it? David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Hey, that's a nice one. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Uh, it gets scary. Spiritual observations. My life's insanities. And way so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at hemusincrease.org. That's david 
at hemusincrease.org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. Now, when you do that, when you make that call, I'm telling you right now, You'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a dynamite. <laughs> talking to Dynamite D, that's like getting an unexpected tax-free check to spend on whatever. That sounds amazing. <laughs> amazing, right? Hello. If you've got an opinion, a thought, a comment, or a question, don't hesitate. Don't let it just sit there. Reach out to us. It's a good venue to do it. You can call us, you can text us, you can email us. It's all good. Maybe you've got a prayer request. Let's combine our faith. Last time I figured out a little bit of math, I got this. If I have an ounce of faith and you have an ounce of faith, then then instead of one ounce of faith, that's two ounces. I'm, I'm pretty sure that works that way. If uh, if you've got something that's happened that the Lord's blessed you and you want to share it, bless. You think, well, I don't know if people in the same denomination will get it. These are your brothers and sisters. When it's all said and done— when people are if, – if there's a persecution in America, then the Lord the Lord doesn't pull up the church prior and we're running and they're shooting Christians. You're not going to turn to the person next to you and go, are you Baptist? Pentecostal? It's not, it's not happening. It's the silliest thing ever. And so in that vein, in that ra- reality, let's work this together. I am a companion to all them that fear you. Psalm 119 verse 63. Let's stay in that. And be a blessing to one another, encourage one another, strengthen one another. Don't be afraid. Share with one another. Be that kind of person because other people always get blessed when they hear that that the Lord is doing something in their lives. So reach out to us. Do it that way if that's what the Lord puts on your heart. If not, just listen. You're not required to do anything. If you were back here in the studio when we were doing the intro, you would have been going impressive. Live radio, Dave, and the audience have no clue. The the system froze up. (laughs) I said, Dave, keep going, keep going. He's like, keep going, keep going. Like, okay, I'll just add on. All right, here's your first trivia question. We love stuff like this. This is what makes it fun. Uh, Here's your first trivia question. What should we seek first according to Jesus? What should we seek first according to Jesus? If you, uh, just Matthew 6. Okay, Matthew 6, Matthew 6, 33. Uh, check it out. You can call us 972-445-0770. Great job, Joanne and Cordelia. You can also text in 214-210-8483. You can also send an email, david at hemusincrease.org. We still have to do our DNA because I didn't get to do that before. I have not forgotten. I just have so much going on. Uh, D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. How often? Daily. I think that's every day. Best I can tell. How much time? I don't know. What time do you do it? I don't know. Is it prayer or Bible? I don't know. Just do it. Okay? I, I know people hate when I say this, but I don't really care. Uh, you know, everybody's like, out of the closet, out of the closet. Jesus is like, get into the closet and spend time with God. There you go. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Luke 9, 26 says, if you are ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of you at my return. Yikes. 
That is a bad idea. And then A, so this is DNA, draw closer to the Lord daily and never be ashamed of Jesus' words. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve. OPM, other people matter. It is not that you are completely neglecting yourself. That is not accurate. But you are not so self-absorbed that you notice nothing else. That's what it is. And that's what the Lord expects of us. And it's like, okay, we should definitely be that way. Uh, speaking of praying for other people, don't forget to pray for my wife and I as we are going to be exiting. Uh, so we'll be, I'll be here tomorrow, but Friday and Monday, we're going to be hanging out with September and her hubby and, uh, and my, uh, f- uh, my father-in-law and everybody else. Uh, the bottom line to that is we have two excellent replays. Now, when I say excellent, I mean, I, I'm picky. So these are two really, really, really good replays. I'm telling you. I mean, I actually looked instead of just throwing a dart. Uh, so be praying for us on our trip. We would greatly appreciate that. One more on the triv, and then we'll get into the teaching. Here it is, the question. According to Jesus in Matthew chapter 6, what should we seek first? What should we seek first? If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email to David. At he must increase.org. We launch now into what I consider to be an exceedingly important teach. And there is a lot of scripture, so you might as well just take a deep breath. There's nothing wrong with reading scripture and understanding what's going on. We're picking that up picking this up at uh, Daniel chapter four. And we're looking at, uh, oh, wait, somebody's calling in, so I want to give, give them a chance to answer a trivia question. You might be getting spared here, and I might have to give you the the uh, the uh, crib notes, the quick notes on these, just so you can know. So we're seeing right now if they're going to. But in the meantime, you should still be in Daniel 4, because you got to figure out we're going to, you know, the whole cow thing. All right, uh, let's have the person uh, sent on through. Let's do that. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? <laughs> This is Brother Don. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well, Brother Don. How are you doing? Well, I'm so excited because I tell you what, when you said that, the first thing that came to my mind was seek ye first the kingdom of God. That is correct, and I know. <laughs> and I said, no, I couldn't. I couldn't possibly. Have, I couldn't have possibly have thought that. So. I went to Matthew 6, and there it is in, in, in uh, verse 33. That's right. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And some people, let me just say this because I want to point this out about his righteousness. So some people say, see, you've got to act righteous. Where's the righteousness of God come from? Jesus! Okay, That's got it. Right. That's right. There you go. It's <laughs> like, hello? You know, I tell you, this is why I love to watch, listen to your show. Because it just double-checks. Yeah. What I really know about God's word. Amen. That's good. I mean, that's I really that. good to I hear. Love that. That's great. And I appreciate <laughs> that, just so you can know. I really do appreciate that. Okay. I mean, that's oh, serious. That's that's a blessing to know the show does that. I mean, we do a lot of entertaining. Yeah. We do a lot of oh, encouraging. Oh, man. I tell you, I look forward to watching, listening to it every, every time. And, and, you know, there are some of them that I, I do miss, but not very many of them. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Brother Don. That's really good work. All right, brother. You have a blessed day. All right, thank you. Jesus. God bless, bro. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is us. You might as well just, if you're listening to the show for the first time, you're like going, what? Take two aspirin and call the doctor. Oh, wait, I am a doctor. <laughs> That's right. Uh, let's just see what's going on with Neb, Nebuchadnezzar. I want to go through this, and then we'll break in about three minutes. I got to go through this portion because Daniel, uh, I thought I was going to skip it, but I'm not going to. Daniel 4, verse 20. The tree you saw, which grew large and strong, uh, this is the gold statue, right? I'm skipping the gold statue and going to the big tree. I have to do that. Okay. The tree you saw, which grew large and strong, with its top touching the sky, visible to the whole earth, with beautiful leaves and abundant fruit, uh, providing food for all, giving shelter to the wild animals, and having nesting places in the branches. Your majesty, you're the tree. Wow, that's nice. You're the tree. You've become great and strong. Your greatness has grown until the reaches the sky, and your dominion extends to distant parts of the earth. Wow. All right. Your Majesty, you saw a holy one, a messenger, coming down from heaven saying, Cut down the tree and destroy it. Uh-oh. But leave the stump bound with iron and bronze in the grass field while its roots remain in the ground. Let him be drenched with the dew of heaven. Let him live with the wild animals until seven times pass for him. This is the interpretation, Your Majesty. This is the decree the Most High has issued against my Lord the King. You will be driven away from people. and You will live with the wild animals, you will eat grass like an ox and be drenched with the dew of heaven. Seven times will pass by for you until you acknowledge that the Most High is sovereign over all the kingdoms of the earth and gives them to anyone he wishes. I want you to just look at the verse 20. The command to leave the stump in the tree with its roots means that your kingdom will be restored to you when you acknowledge that heaven rules. Therefore, my majesty, please accept my advice. Renounce your sins by doing what's right and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed. It may be that your prosperity will continue. This is verse 33 in the same chapter. When it had been said about Nebuchadnezzar was fulfilled, he was driven away from people and ate grass like the ox. His body was drenched with the dew of heaven until his hair grew like the feathers of an eagle and his, and his nails like the claws of a bird. Wow, right? I mean, isn't that just in, in, how intense is that? Listen to this. This is just, oh my goodness. Just stop right there. Listen. This is the gold statue guy. This is a powerful king. This guy is, you just, you don't understand. When, when they showed a statue, the Roman Empire were the feet. And you think Rome was strong? This guy was a had, there was a dream. He had a, he was a tree. The tree got cut down. You know why the tree got cut down? Because of one reason. Because ready, he did not acknowledge that God rules in the affairs of men, and so he took it on the chops. Don't tell me about what, the politics here, Republicans here, Democrats here. If we don't do this, the church is this. You have got to be kidding me. You are talking about the king of the universe. Let alone what's going on in this little itty bit. You kidding? God is in charge. Can you say amen? Because if you don't say amen, you will say, oh me. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. 
Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. What is the David Spoon experience? Here is a DDD uh, entitled Custom Eyeglasses Used on Others. Custom eyeglasses used on others. For Samuel chapter 18, verse 9. So Saul watched David jealously from that day forward. Uh, stop. There it is. So Saul watched David jealously from that day forward. How do we see people in our lives? Saul saw David through jealous glasses. He put on these glasses. They weren't the ones from the Lord, right? They were glasses that had much more flesh in them, and then everything was tainted. This is what happens to you and I, and let's just do the honest, you know, those honest moments where we put on our glasses regarding regarding some people because almost every time we get a communication from them, there's just something coming that's just low. This is going to be lousy. I haven't even opened it. I'm already dreading it, right? Have you ever gone through that? Right? Or every time this person texts me, I'm not smiling after I read it, or something along those lines. And it could be somebody who, you know, has got a spirit of complaining. It could be somebody that's got a, a spirit of pride. It could be any of those things, right? And you're just like going, oy vey. Right? But you're not saying it much, but you know how you're seeing it. And that's custom glasses. You've already put the glasses on. You've already determined how it's going to be. You're already seeing it through that slant. It's not that they've never done anything. It's just that you and I tend to stay in those zones and see people that way. And so no matter what was going to happen with Saul and King Saul and David, David was going to impute evil motives to Saul's actions. I've gone through this with a professor. I'm just confessing. Right. I had a professor uh, before we started the radio show and my buddy in the in the process was a pastor was my like a schoolmate. And he would write me and go, what's why does she, you know, jump on you like that? I mean, he was asking me. Right. And I'm like, every time this <laughs> statement, I, I just and I just and instead of having any kind of change of heart or mercy, I was I was mad. My anger did not work the righteousness of God. And sometimes people do that because of other reasons. It's not because of you. And we need to do a better job of not wearing custom glasses where we see the downside on people. So the question to ask is what kind of glasses do we use with others? And are those glasses approved prescription glasses from God? Sometimes all. Sometimes oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready for our trivia question. Already halfway through the show. <laughs> As always, Okay, here you go. This is a great one. The hint is so good. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to like the hints just as much. Here we go. What city mentioned in the book of Revelation is also the name 
of an American city in chapters 2 and 3 of Revelation. What city? And here's your hint. Rocky! 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 Okay. <laughs> Joanne and Cordelia. They even gave the... Uh... <laughs> The short answer. Nice job, ladies. Uh, if you think you know, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must org. Somebody is calling in. Probably going to save you all because I have an unbelievable joke that most people will probably get offended by, but that's okay. Uh, so the whole premise that I want you to make sure you stay with me on track is, and we're going to pull this person in, but I just want you to catch this. Nebuchadnezzar didn't acknowledge, didn't acknowledge, and God said, moo. That's a big deal right there. All right, let's have that person who's ready send him on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good, Gary. How are you feeling? Well, I just got back from the doctor, so... Okay, did it go okay, fair, partly cloudy? How do we... I say fair, fair. Okay, Okay, but that's better than dark clouds, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to pray over you when I'm done, because I like praying for you, and I hope that doesn't bother you. I hope it doesn't make you hesitate. No, use all the prayers. Okay, I appreciate it. All right, what city mentioned in the Book of Revelation is also the name of an American city... Philadelphia. That is correct, Raimundo! Now, I got to confess, I do like the Rocky, Rocky, Rocky hint. (laughs) It was pretty I knew it before then. I I had a feeling. (laughs) Let me pray over you, my brother, okay? Let me just speak a blessing. Father, we come before you. We just lift up our brother, Gary. We know he just got back from the daughter. Not terrible news, but not good news. So kind of like in between place. It's, you know what, Lord? I just pray that he'd get good news physically. I mean, it's just whatever it is now. Move it forward and let him get good news. Bring healing into his body and strength and vitality into him and into his mind. And let a refreshness fall over him. We pray for him in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen, and thank you very much, and I'll continue to pray for all of you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you and love you in the Lord. Okay, God bless you. You too. All right, so we're going to skip the jokes for right now, even though the joke is brilliant. <laughs> Do you like how I compliment my own jokes? Well. <laughs> Most people don't see that whole thing with uh, with Peter when we're doing the Peter interview and people are listening. And see, like I've said this before, most people don't catch it. So if you listen to our little Peter Phil, where Peter and I are interviewing, and I and Peter says to me, uh, "Well, that's a really good question, Dave. I wrote that." Okay. <laughs> see, see, that's the stuff you gotta. That's the hidden stuff. That's the gems. It's like you wrote that. Of course, you're gonna say that. <laughs> okay. All right, let's just understand something. When Nebuchadnezzar uh, didn't respond to uh, Daniel's insight, God said, yeah, okay, over here. Now, there's some people that think that he was an ox because that translation says ox. There's another translation that says beast. There's another translation that says cow. I like cow because it's more humiliating (laughs) than an ox, and I just think that's funny. So to me, it's like... He, he hears from Daniel. It's like, dude, you're not acknowledging that God is in charge. And if you don't acknowledge that God's in charge, your future looks uh, very, um, 
Well, let's just say milk could be something that you know. It's like he's telling them, like, don't, don't do it this way. And he didn't respond. Right? Now, I want you to think about Jonah the prophet. Now, because you, you could say, oh, well, God did that, but that, that guy was a, he was a Gentile king. Oh, okay, cool. Let's use Jonah the prophet, who's not a Gentile king, but an actual believer, firm believer, by the way, in the Lord God Most High. He's such a firm believer that when God gave him assignment, he ran away. I don't want to do it. I'm leaving. I can get away from God. Have you ever tried that? It doesn't work. You can try it, though. Even David said, oh, that had wings like a dove. I would fly away and be at rest. But guess what? God is still there. So stop thinking you can get away. You can do a whole sermon on God has a better pair of sneakers. Okay, because he does. Okay? But Jonah's like, I'm going to run. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to yield. Now, I want you to think what happened to Jonah. He, he, how does it go? He, he goes for a ship, right? He actually gets a ticket on the ship he's trying to get to to escape from God. So in the very beginning, it seems like it's going really well. And then while he's on the boat, he, the Lord stops the whole thing in the water, drops a major storm on them. Jonah knows it's over. <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, that didn't work out very good. And then what happens? They throw him overboard. What happens to Jonah? Contrary to Disney's popular review of what happens to Jonah, Jonah's not inside the stomach of a whale with a window and a fireplace and a rug and a little table and a little lamp and he's reading. Okay, that's not how that goes. It was most likely a great white fish, which, by the way, is in the framework of the geographical area. And he said his head was wrapped in seaweed. He wasn't moving. He was stiff like a body, kind of like when you go to uh, when you get one of those MRIs and you go into one of those things and you kind of feel like you're you can't move at all. And it's making that weird noise and so on and so forth. He's like that. And it's two or three, it's three days before he says, oops. How do you know it's three days? Because it's after it goes through this, and Jesus said he was in the whale for or in the in the fish for three days. Then he prayed. It says in chapter three. Then, then, then he. I mean, then he's he's just like he's doing it. Right? He's confessing. What happens after he confesses? The fish spits him up on the water. I heard this preacher, uh, I think it was Pastor Nathan, uh, and he said, uh, I think maybe Jonah was thinking he was going to get a, a, a round of applause because he spit up on the water, it was time to go preach. Like, there's no round of applause. God swallowed him by a fish and said, until you yield, this is how it goes. Then he yielded. And why is that important? Because Jonah was a prophet. If God will swallow a prophet with a fish— and would turn a king into a cow, where are you coming out? If you don't acknowledge and yield and surrender and let it alone, stop trying to control the worst thing that I do, worst sin I have, probably exceeding all other sins besides pride. The worst sin I have, I try to control it. But I only try and control it because of my pride. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's so stupid. I'm so foolish for that. I use words that I would never use on the air when I pray because I know I'm that way. And I tell the Lord how sorry I am. I am sorry that 
part of me, that flesh part of me that rises up that needs control or that part of me that needs to win. You notice that I'm talking about that? Like our political side needs to win. Death at all costs to everybody else. Wrong kingdoms. That's all I'm going to say. That's not what Jesus did. So it's like this whole idea is it has to come down to an acknowledgement. And what kind of acknowledgement are we talking about? The difference between Saul, King Saul, and King David was one major component. You want to know what that component was? When Saul was confronted with his sin, what did he do? He's like, I didn't do anything wrong. I was innocent. And then when he was confronted and couldn't escape it, he said, well, don't, don't show this in front of other people. I don't want them to know. But when David was confronted for, with his sin for, for Uriah the Hittite, and he said, thou art the man, David said, I have sinned before the Lord. You know what he did? He confessed. Oops. <laughs> it's like, instead of, listen, don't try and justify. This is what Adam and Eve did, just in case you're wondering. Adam, why did you, her, she, she made me do it. And then Eve, nope, the snake, the snake made me do it. Oh, I guess the first response to God from a sinful nature is to blame somebody else. Oh, is that happening in culture? I think it is. There you go. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, if anybody gets offended at this, I apologize that you have no sense of humor. Okay. Uh, like that? That's a good line. <laughs> bam, bam. All right, uh, here's the first one. A pastor was leaving his area and was saying farewell to his congregation at the church door for the last time. He shook the hand of an elderly lady as she walked out. She said, your successor won't be as good as you. Well, nonsense, said the pastor in a flattered tone. No, really, said the old lady. I've been here under five different ministers, and each new one has been worse than the last. 
ouch. <laughs> ouch. But this one, this is the one that's going to offend people, which is irony, right? Because that's more offensive than this is. And this is just too f- – and if you guys get offended at this, I – you know, take a, take a week off the show. <laughs> but, uh, it seems there was a minister who had just all of his remaining teeth pulled and new dentures were being made. The first Sunday, he only preached 10 minutes. The second Sunday, he preached 20 minutes. But the third Sunday, he preached an hour and 25 minutes. When asked about this by some of the congregation, he responded this way. The first Sunday, my gums were so sore it hurt to talk. The second Sunday, my dentures were hurting a lot. The third Sunday, I accidentally grabbed my wife's dentures, and I couldn't stop talking. the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready for our next trivia question. Get ready. Okay, I'm not going to say anything except there's the, the gals are hit, trying to hit for cycle. They're trying to hit for cycle, which means they'd be the first person ever on the show to get all the answers first and all of them correct. So we're going to find out. Okay, there we go. And I did tell Aunt Deb I should have used also cream cheese would have been a good, uh, good one for the Philadelphia. Yeah, one. that's a pretty good one too. Yeah, grab that. All right. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Okay. <laughs> I gotta go to the gym after this. I want to hear it. Never hear it. Okay. Here we go. Who went up yearly to worship God in Shiloh and then one year prayed to God for a baby? There you go. There you go. Here's your hint. One half of a great team that created cartoons. Okay. Uh, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. Okay. Dot org. We do have somebody calling in. Before we put them on, though, I am going to talk to you a little bit about uh, something that I need to talk to you about, and that is the uh, the reason I need to send you to the website. Besides the prayer and the praise forms that are there, so this person can hang on until we send them to the website, right? So besides that, i got to talk to you about the money a little bit because we're a little bit tighter than we need to be. Not that uh, I'm freaking out yet. I'll let you know when I'm freaking out. You'll know. I talk about it like nine times instead of two in a show. But we got to watch the dough. Do not take the burden of giving more than you should give or more than you're, you know, only do what the Lord tells you to do. Never, ever, ever, ever do, you know, be manipulated by somebody who's requesting money. I'm telling you not to do that. If it is on your heart by the Lord, then please respond. If it is not, do not worry. But there's nothing wrong with you praying for the Lord to open the doors wide for us. Zero wrong praying about that. Okay? Check out the website, hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org.
All right. Now, that is one that Al does not like particularly. You might want to tell. <laughs> I remember that when we played, and I started laughing to yeah, myself. Yeah, you, you might want to tell uh, uh, Jennifer that one we're going to have to probably replace. So let her know the screaming girl or the screw, whatever that is. <laughs> Just, oh, it makes me laugh. Okay. <laughs> it does, but it is a little irritating. I got to give it. So let's change that one. Uh, okay, the other thing, somebody just asked me, I'm not going to say who, but I'm going to just say real quickly, have we ever commented uh, on the woke, which we've done numerous times, and on woke churches, there are no woke churches. If they're woke, they're not a church. Okay, there you go. <laughs> it's like, that. Uh, how's that for quick solving, right? Okay, the, the church is not that way, okay? The church that Jesus built, authentic church. Oh, okay. All right, somebody's ready to answer down the trivia question. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, Brother Stan, if this is me, I'm not sure you're talking to me. <laughs> you know what? That's an excellent answer. You are talking to me, Dave. That's who you're talking to. So, Brother, it's brother Stan, is that right? Yes, sir. All right. Awesome. All right. Now, here we go. This is a good trivia question, and, and it's not too hard. But if you have a hard time, we'll get you there, but I have a feeling you're going to get it. Who went up yearly to worship God in Shiloh and then one year prayed to God for a baby? Somebody thought she was drunk, but it was Mother Hannah. That is correct, Amundo! Excellent job. And the reason that I said that it's one half of a great team of a team that created cartoons because of Hannah Barbera, right? Come on. That's so good that you knew that. That's so good. Give another ding ding for that. That's a good one right there. Excellent that you knew that. That's very cool. I'm so glad you called. I hope it was a blessing for you. How you doing? Are you doing all right? Well, I, I really wanted to ask if you could, uh, my wife is still in the hospital and, uh, Illness or condition has put us in quite a pickle. None that my father can't resolve. Correct. And I truly believe that in my heart. But sometimes we we get a little weary. And so pray for my weariness and pray that my wife be healed. And I would like to ask the Lord to direct me on what he wants me to do concerning the, the things that have happened through her illness. You got it. All right, let's do it. Let's pray right now, okay? Let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our brother to you and our sister. And, Lord, I just pray right now you would infuse, and I've mentioned this before, and I'll mention it again, Lord, and I'll petition you and keep knocking till you say yes. I ask you to infuse peace into a situation that doesn't have any peace. It doesn't have a calmingness. There's nothing there that makes sense. It's not panning out the way that they had planned. I get that, Lord, but I get that you are greater than that because you are the king of the universe, and we are asking for you to fulfill your name, like Exodus 15, 26 says, that you are Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals, and we are asking you to bring that healing power into his wife, and we are asking you to bring healing of their emotional strain that they're going through right now. They're being stretched way past what is easy, way past that they they can't handle this on their own. They need your sustaining power, the power that comes from you, the comfort that comes from you, the grace that's offered through our Lord Jesus Christ, and and the direction and wisdom that comes from the Holy Spirit so they can know what to do and how to do it. 
I pray you bring such a peace that it would overwhelm the situation so that the situation would not overwhelm them. I am asking you, Lord, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus, in the power of Jesus, in the authority of Jesus Christ, give them that which they need. Give them the comfort they need, Lord. Speak your life to them. Let them know they are not alone. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. You got it. You keep me posted. You are welcome to text You know, after hours. Let me know what's going on. I got prayer lines everywhere. Don't hesitate, and I'll be glad to do that. That's the 214-210-8483 number. You can text that anytime. Let me know. Give me updates. But I had also raised that expectation from a 6 to a 9 because God's going to turn it around. Amen. Okay? All right. God bless you, brother. God bless you. Bye-bye. All right. So one of those weird things that happens while I was praying for him is, uh, see, I I call it different than other people call it. But, uh, you know, it's like I kind of think I uh, had that little experience before. So I'm just like, you know, like the deja vu kind of thing. So I'm just kind of wondering what the Lord's going to do. I'd really like everybody to be praying for Brother Stan and his wife. I just think that's something. Take it on. Take on the burden. And one thing God ministering to me when in that prayer, carry one another's burdens. Yeah. 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 And we need to do this, man. We need to. This is the real. Uh, it's not the church you're going to. is not real. Don't get the wrong idea. This is part of that. This isn't your church. This is a fellowship. And part of this fellowship is doing that, okay? That brother and that sister are hurting. That is our responsibility to bear their burden, okay? I don't I don't think there's anything else. Nothing else needs to be said. Take that to the bank. Make that important. That's the hill to die on. Get it? Okay. All right, we're just going to take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The David Spoon Experience. Uh, They were sisters. That is correct, sir. You are right. And it's like, it's like, I'm not saying, I don't want to you know, say it, but like, yuck. That's <laughs> all I can say. It's like, I'm sorry. That's all I can come up with. Like, yowza. <laughs> well, he was, he was tricked into it. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with that. But I, I mean, if you're the two sisters, you just got to be thinking, now, wait a second here. <laughs> can, I, can I tell a real quick joke? It, Abs- I won't absolutely. take up much time, hopefully. But I'll try to, make it, uh, try to make it uh, biblical, but not scriptural. I'm with you. That's about 99% of everything we do on jokes. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you understand. Well, to set this up, okay. to set this up, uh, when I ask the question, you'll have to answer it to the first thing that pops into your head. Otherwise, it, it'll, it's, it's kind of like those knock-knock jokes. You have to say knock-knock, you know, or who's there. Um, but, so anyway, Paul was out in the Mediterranean Sea. He was on sailing across it, and right before the storm hit, he was writing some letters, and he was, he was sitting there writing, and one of the sailors came up and looked at him and said, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm writing some letters here. And he Paul you know, put down his, his uh, quill and um, parchment and looked up at uh, the sailor and says, decided this is the time to talk to him. He says, now here's the question, David, and this is where you have to answer. Okay. What is a pirate's favorite letter 
of the alphabet. Uh, arr, 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 and the, and I, the sailor said, nah, that would be the sea, Mickey, the sea. <laughs> That's a good okay. one. <laughs> so it's not the R. No, it's the sea. It's the sea, Mickey. <laughs> hey, hey, I love your show. Thanks. Thanks uh, for keeping keeping it going. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you. Thank you for being such a, a great brother and a great support. We appreciate you. It's incredible, and it's never been done before. And you can be the first person in your neighborhood to win. What is it? It's a contest. How do I play? It's simple, and there's three ways to win. You can go to Facebook, type in David Spoon Media. And on any Facebook post, type in the word Jesus in the comment section. And it's free. You can also send an email to davidspoonmedia at gmail.com and write the word Jesus in the subject line. Or you can go to YouTube and give a comment on any video. But you have to use the word Jesus. This is your chance to win, and it's free. What do I win? You can win 100 thank yous right on air. It's incredible. It's unbelievable. But it's only for a limited time. Enter now. Here's a taste. Thank you for listening to the David Spoon Experience. Welcome back. The David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Getting ready to do our last trivia question, getting ready to do our history. Plus, we're going to do the final teach. I just want everybody to be praying for Brother Stan and his wife. Just deep in my heart, I just really, I just feel that that burden is really important for us to carry, just so that we can. Let him know, and then praying for the peace of God and praying that God will change it. Now, if the Lord says no, he says no. But if the Lord says yes, I mean, come on. How can you not ask? How can you not petition? Oh, well, not everybody you pray for gets healed. Not everybody I witness to gets saved. That doesn't mean that I stop doing it, right? I mean, that's just silly. Okay, let's do our last trivia question, which is a pretty good one. Which tribe of Israel... Received no inheritance of land. Okay, that's the question. I have a very strong feeling that our ladies will stand on top uh, and do the first thing that's ever been done and hit for cycle. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at he must increase.org. Uh, somebody calling in on that, so we will give them that opportunity to, uh, you know, to respond. I think that's the key word, right? <laughs> give them the opportunity to respond, and they are ready to respond. Send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello, David. This is Stephen. Hi, Stephen. How are you? I'm okay. How's your dog, Levi? Levi was, we had to put Levi down on Sunday. So it has been uh, tough for the wife. I'll say that. A lot, God's given me a lot more grace, but tough for the wife. I hear that. Yeah, that's me too. probably um, 
it was going to be a good relation to the question. Yeah, oh, I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. Not. You know what? You gotta. You gotta do it, bro. You gotta. You gotta go with what you got. I mean, there's no. <laughs> But, but all right, let's let's do, well, let's do the land thing okay. first. <laughs> uh, but uh, Levi is the answer. Okay, and that is a hundred percent correct, Linda. <laughs> and you gotta you gotta recognize, see how we look at it or how I look at it. Maybe I'm maybe there's something wrong with me. Okay, but I think okay, he was with us for twelve years. He's Levi. He passed away on Easter. It's like okay. <laughs> I'm just like I have no problems with that. I just have a lot of confidence, and he's just the best dog, and I loved him. So it was good. It worked out great for me. It's just terrific. So, and I don't have any problem with you bringing that up. That was a good connection. <laughs> well, here's here's an interesting question. Okay. Well, since the Levites received no inheritance, they were not counted in numbers. Joseph had two sons that received inheritance, which made up for the Levites not receiving. So, question is, which twelve names are going to be on the <laughs> New Jerusalem? Will it be the two sons of Joseph, or will it be Joseph and Levi? And 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 I have the absolute definitive answer for you. Are you ready? We'll yeah. we'll see. <laughs> don't tell me you don't like that. That's a good one. We'll see which ones are there. There you go. I hope so. <laughs> Excellent comment, though. Excellent job, brother. I appreciate you so much. You have a blessed day. All right, you too. Bye bye. Oh, that was just too funny. <laughs> That's just great. Just great, great, great. Okay, uh, we're going to do our history, and then we'll do our final thing. So let's do Let's go Alright, here we go. Uh, okay, you got to follow all of this or you're going to miss it. Okay, because we only have so many minutes left. Ready? Number one, today is Big Wind Day, and that blows me away. Interesting. Big win. Nice. That blows me away. See, today's grilled cheese sandwich day. Yum. Hello. I love grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup. That's kind of what. That's one of the. That's things. old school. Just give me the grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> 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 that's a great line. Uh, National Licorice Day. That is the thing that I did have at the movie theater. I had popcorn, un- unbuttered popcorn, but I did have some licorice. I can see that. Okay. And then uh, drop everything and read day. Although we would say drop everything and read your Bible. Exactly. Day. Hello. Uh, 1954, Rock Around the Clock. Bill Haley and his comments record rock and roll's classic. Recorded on the B side of the soon forgotten 13 women. Uh, 1955, the polio vaccine developed by Jonas Salk is declared safe and effective. And then 1961, first man in space. Yuri Gagarin orbits the Earth aboard the Soviet Vostok 1. That's the first time somebody uh, was in space, and his big words before the launch were, ready? Ready? Let's go! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big speech right there. Pretty much. Yeah, big big speech. Now, I know there was a spam history thing, but we'll have to do that next year. All right, all right let's just finish up on the teaching 
uh, on this one thing. And the whole point of what I'm trying to say, I just, I'm, I'll just boil it down to the simplicity of it. If you really want to do this whole walk right, then listen to this text from David in, in, in Psalm 32 and then heed this advice. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin the Lord does not count against them and in whose spirit is no deceit. Verse 3, when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave me the guilt of my sin. Therefore, let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Surely the rising of mighty water will not reach them. You are my hiding place, and you will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. So let's just stop there because you know you can go on and it would just never end. But David makes a very powerful statement coinciding with 1 John 1, 9, by the way. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then you might sit there and think, well, why is God just for forgiving us our sins? And that's because he's being true to his word, which is right here, which says if you confess, he will forgive you. That's what it's, in other words, the justice part of 1 John 1, 9 takes you back to Psalm 32. And it says this, day and night your hand was heavy on me. Strength was sapped in the heat of the summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. So yesterday I told you I had made a little boo-boo driving, right? Yeah, I told you, I mentioned just real quickly, I didn't go into anything like that. Yesterday evening i had to confess it though i had to lord that was just not proper it was right it wasn't and i and you think well that would that have gotten you in hell of course not does that did that make it so that my pride and my you know whatever was kind of getting a little bit in the way you bet did it muddy the waters just a little bit not a ton of mud but just a little and sometimes a little mud is just enough to get on your your shoes and just enough to make uh, make marks all over the carpet. It's like, eh, I don't want that. Now, who wants that? So listen to what he says. He says in verse 6, Let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found. Because if they do that, surely the rising of mighty waters will not reach them. In other words, as the waters go up, if you're a confessor, you got a life preserver, a boat. You got a helicopter, you got a submarine, you got whatever you need to get you out of the water situation, but you got to be a confessor. If Nebuchadnezzar had owned it, it would been a much different situation. If Jonah would have owned it, he wouldn't have spent so much time in the fish. If David, if Saul had done what David did, it would have been a completely different process. When you are confronted by the Lord, I'm not talking about by the anything else. When the Holy Spirit convicts you, when you're reading the Word of God, when Jesus sits on your shoulders, so to speak, and you know what I'm talking about, and says, that's bad. (laughs) Don't fight. Surrender. Yield. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. A translation, God's Word translation says, place yourself under the authority of God. 
and resist the devil. Love that translation. That's what you got to do. You got to confess it because if you don't, your bones will waste away inside of you. Will you go to hell? No. Will you ruin the rest of your time here or a lot of it? You bet. Why would you rather drive around with a poke in the eye with a sharp stick? Why would you rather not just see clearly? Own it. Confess it. Yield it. Surrender it. Trust in his mercy. Trust in his sovereignty. He's in charge. Just ask him to wash you clean. Remember Peter? Oh, don't just wash my feet, wash all of me. No, you don't need all of you to be washed. You just need your feet washed. That's all. Sometimes you just need a foot washing from the Lord, so to speak. Get that? It's a very cool illustration. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Taking a 22-and-a-half-hour break, then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spoonanity. Talk to you then. Views and opinions expressed in the preceding program are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.